Good morning, good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, ignorant millennials. Welcome to the show. Welcome, ignorant millennials. Welcome to our episode number. Episode number 10, number 10, 10 over there. Episodes, ignorant millennials. I just want to take this moment to thank everyone. Thank you for the love and the support of 10 episodes cat did you think we'd get here so soon no nah, i didn't think we'd get here so soon but the love has been great the feedback has been it's great amazing. um love it keep it coming even the criticism keep it coming help us improve <laughs> on ourselves as well there yes uh, we love we love all the feedback we've been receiving um and yes we noticed that we posted something recently this week on a, a mini vacation that we took so later on in the next coming few weeks we have something special for you guys yeah uh, from that show Um but yes otherwise how's your week been Ken? Ah it's been great. Um obviously as you say we went on that mini vacation that was it was nice, great. Yeah uh, just a bit chilled. Yeah chilled. Obviously then yeah. well yeah last night this whole Chevanova thing and Julius Malema but it's all good. It's otherwise. all good. Yeah it's all good. Yeah guys without further ado today we have a I know we say this a lot but yeah. every show is quite special. Yeah. Um I think in one of our early episodes we spoke a lot about like things that young people becoming or entering the workplace should be considering and mm. one of the big topics was mm-hmm. about insurance insurance yeah right and uh we have a very special guest today yeah. Tepo what's up I'm good how are you man? you're good man good man welcome to the show sure. man no thanks thanks guys thanks welcome man. welcome uh, yeah man. welcome to the show glad to have you thank you for spring a saturday morning i'm not i'm sure yeah. it's not easy waking up early it's not actually it's not. <laughs> I got a call from work to come in but today like, today Yo. So i was like andies Yeah, special Yo. guest make special like um Buswas. So yeah. thank you for that. <laughs> um but yeah, so I mean like we'd obviously reached out um uh, to talk about the show okay. and the, today's content, but I think it'd be nice for our platform to just get a feel of who Tepo is and Catherine for lead our, our quick fire session. All right, all right, all right. So um I'll ask you like two questions. Or two options you choose one of the options basically that's how yeah. it goes down man so yeah. Drake or Kanye West What tough one It is a tough <laughs> one It is a tough <laughs> one Um but I'd lean more towards Drake right because I just feel like okay. he resonates I, with you he's more He's taking it the next the he's next step to yeah. a next step like okay. I I, next I, step. I even saw now yeah. I actually saw he bought a Jet. The, the the Boeing. Oh yeah, Boeing that's insane. Yeah. I was, so for me, I think I know Kanye West is great, and yeah. all, I think mm. my only problem with him is this whole him being Jesus thing. Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the only thing. That's the only one. Yeah, that's okay. the only thing. But okay. otherwise, his music is good. He does his thing, but for me, I'm, I'm going with single dad Drake. <laughs> Shout out to all the single fathers <laughs> and single parents. Um, yeah, look after your kids. Yeah. So the E63 M4. Ah, tough one. That's a very tough. It's a very tough yeah, one. Very, I actually put up a poll yes. of this um, on my Instagram. Oh yeah, I saw that yeah. poll this morning. It was crazy. So yeah. people were pulling this side, others yeah. were pulling this side. At some point it was like 50-50. Yes. But I stopped it this morning okay. and it was um The poll was M4 versus C63. Yes, right? versus okay. C63 because okay. I couldn't find a picture of an M4 and an E63. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but uh, it's fine. Yeah. So the at the end when I closed the poll, it was leaning towards the M4. So the M4, like okay. 52% M4 and 
Yeah, no, no, but I hear you. You're telling us people's. Uh, I'm telling you people <laughs> because I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> it's E63 yes. or M4. Your, uh, your last day on earth, you can only yeah. drive one of these two cars. Um, okay, before I answer, let me just ask you. Like, I feel like an yeah. M4 is like, you know that cheese boy? Okay. He looks very good. He's yeah. good with the lady. Mm. He's yeah. just perfect. Mm. Right? Okay. But with the E63, it resonates more with the guys. He's like that cool dude. Okay. Mm -hmm. Always with the guys. Grown, more mature. He's a man's man. Mature, mm -hmm. You know, okay. when he gets there, he buys the drinks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. with that being said, I'll take the... The cheese ball. Oh, okay. Yeah. Simple. Okay. Straight to the point. Yeah. <laughs> money or sex? Money, definitely. Okay. Because with money, you can then buy sex. Ooh. Ooh. Right? Okay. Guys, we're dropping jewels today. <laughs> like, look out and listen for everything being shared today. Um, all right, all right. Uh, we won't die, uh, dive any further into that. Uh, no. Cold Gate or Aquafresh? I didn't even know that there's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. I just want Colgate. Yeah. So oh. Someone's like, oh. just buy me the Aquafresh Colgate. You know, you know. So, yeah, so I, I can tell you the difference. Um, because yeah. I like Colgate, I prefer it more. Aquafresh is more foamy. So, oh. yes. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So yeah. you you indifferent? I'm indifferent. Indifferent. I'm indifferent. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, book or movie? Um, I feel like I've studied a lot. Yeah. Tired of books. Tired of books. So movie, definitely. Movie. Yeah. Movie. So, okay. Okay. All right. So, did, would you watch these movies alone or do you... How do you watch a movie? Do you go alone? Do you go with somebody? Do you go, go with alone. people? That's weird as hell. I used to go... Like, when I was single, I used yeah. to go to the movies alone. Mm, so, you're not oh. single anymore? Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But I used to go to the movies alone. Yeah. Awkward. Yes, guys, awkward it's, it's awkward. Yeah. There's no need to force this. I feel like people can see that you are alone. Yeah. Mm. D-Mac goes alone to his movie. D-Mac, what's... Like, you've accepted this. I watch all Marvel movies by, by yourself. Yes. You know the one time he specifically did not want to watch a movie with Kat and I because he wanted to watch it by himself. It's still weird, though. Yeah, no, it's I still think weird. It's still so, weird. with you watching, well, all these movies alone, makes one wonder, like, why? What does Teppo do for a living? Does he not have time? What does he do? Okay. Um, so, what I do for a living, I am an actuary by profession. Mm -hmm. Right? Have other side businesses on the side, but yes. mm -hmm. by profession, mm -hmm. um, I'm an actuary. I studied actuarial scientist mm -hmm. yeah. um, at the University of Pretoria. Mm. Okay. Right? okay. And what that is, it's actually difficult to explain. To explain because yeah. it's like, it, it's more, it's more about mathematics. Okay, so let me tell you just about my journey, what, yes. how I ended up mm -hmm. yeah, um, studying this thing. So I was in matric and then I applied for the usual chemical engineering, mm -hmm. yeah. law, the usual. the usual, the you know? yeah. <laughs> Then, um, after getting my results in January, someone told me that, mm. oh, actually, your, your results are very good. Mm. Why don't you study something more mathematical? So I was like, I don't even know these courses, you know, yeah. from um, a small village, not okay. a village, but a small town back okay. in the Bobo. Okay. So... This guy told me all about actuarial sciences and everything. Mm -hmm. Then um, I decided I did my research. Then I was like, ah, you know what? I like I like what I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let me try and call the universities to change and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. So I had applied to three universities, University of Pretoria, mm-hmm. um, UCT, and Vets. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I called UCT. UCT said I had to fly in, yeah. speak to the dean, and if he accepts, then go back home, grab my stuff, and come back. And so, yeah. Come on, that's not... What a wait, wait. Fly in from where? Limpopo? Yeah, fly into Cape Town, speak oh, to the dean, dean. Oh, yeah, okay. of admissions. Okay. okay. Then I was like, okay, that is not happening. Mm. I then drove to Vets got to vets and then i uh, spoke to the dean the, the guy was like no it's it's too late like it's all filled up yeah. there's no timing mm. like, all right cool so my last option was actually the universe of pretoria yeah when i got here stood in those long queues and then finally mm. um, i spoke to them i gave them my results and stuff like that mm. and then they said okay we'll put you in the four-year program okay. i was like okay no that's cool as opposed to what would be the normal program uh, the normal program is three years oh, and then okay. one year honors okay. so they wanted to put me in the four-year program mm-hmm. and then you're still going to do your honors, honors mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so i was like okay that's cool because I was actually never, I'm not, I was not prepared for this mm-hmm. initially. Okay. So it's cool. Put me in the, the longer period so yeah. that I can adjust. Get to it. Yeah. Uh, then, long story short, after two days, I opened the portal and I was actually in the three-year program. Wow. Okay. So I was like, okay. Let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. So, but what the course is about, so they teach us a lot about mathematics, okay. mathematical mm-hmm. statistics, mm-hmm. Um, calculus, it's more mathematical based okay right mm-hmm. and then the jobs in which you can um go in mm-hmm. are your insurance industries mm-hmm. they love actuaries yes um your banks banks yeah um your investment companies your consulting company so there's a lot of opportunities to 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 go into and especially now there's um something that um, the actuarial society is starting so it's, it's called going into wider fields so oh, okay. instead as of your, to the tra- traditional, as opposed to your yeah. traditional one, so now um, actuaries can also be seen in these telecom mm-hmm. um, companies, mm-hmm. and you know. So for me, I, I, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that I could, I can go into so many different industries mm-hmm. and learn mm-hmm. so much with this one degree mm-hmm. than having to study. You know, have to do MBAs or mm-hmm. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I was like ah. Let me mm. just do this. Uh, okay. Thing, yeah. So when you wake up, because like, I don't know what, an, okay, when an actuary wakes up, well, I have some insight though. Um, what, right now, yeah. when you wake up, yeah. you say you're going to work, like you mentioned earlier, they called you at work. One would think that you work like in an IT environment, the system is falling down. Like on a weekend, why you've been called to come into work? What's the emergency? Why? Okay. So before... When I was still in Cape Town, mm-hmm. um, I worked at um, at uh, an insurance mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. Right now, there, what I used to do is we used to predict when people are going to die. Okay, wow. Sounds like you build a models. You mm. build a model okay, yeah. to predict when a guy's going to die. die. Mm. Okay. With that, with us doing that, um, we're doing it because say a guy comes in, mm. and he says, um, "Guys, I want ten million life cover." Life cover. Mm. Right? Okay. Cool. Now, obviously, if we tell the guy you need to pay 5,000 rand per month, mm-hmm. just um, a mm-hmm. random number, premium, right? Yeah. Give him 5,000 rand to pay a month. If he pays two premiums and he dies, where are we going to get the mm-hmm. 10 million from? Yes. Right? Because now he's covered and then he's now he's covered. liable to yeah. pay that out. So yes. at some point, we need to predict when this guy is going to die so mm-hmm. that we can 
predict how much he needs to pay and for how long till we can break even, even. and then from there it's profit okay okay yeah. so let's do you like can we just go into a little bit more in that okay. so when you say break even and when yeah. you start making profits yeah like in a much more simpler term so how how do you get to that break even and with the point at which you now start making profits from the insurance perspective what do they do with those profits is it is it put away somewhere okay. is it what do they do with it okay yeah. so still on the same example yes. so the guy's paying 5000 rand mm. we've predicted that this guy's going to die when he's 50 years old okay he is now maybe 20 years old and then we've predicted that will break even when mm. he's 30 years old right oh, okay so just 10 years So what happens is that when the guy pre- pays us the premiums mm. we mm-hmm. actually invest okay this money yes right mm-hmm. we invest the money in such a way that um after 10 years if you calculate the premiums to date that he has paid mm. it's mm-hmm. still not the 10 million, million yes. but because we've invested that money it covers it it already covers the 10 million that we need to pay him out mm. and then now going forward whatever he gives us yes. is now just profit Profits, yeah and because we are dealing with a lot of people so it's the mm. law of large numbers mm-hmm. now yes because now we are, we have a lot of people we are pooling the risk all of those funds yeah because obviously if you have say maybe 100 people they are all not going to die at the same time. time yes no mm-hmm. the person who dies first we're going to use the other people's money to pay him mm-hmm. and then unfortunately you're not dying so you're kind of you're not losing but yes. we're using your money to pay the other guys the other guys yeah. and i'm and i'm assuming that's a concept that applies in different parts of insurance be it yeah. medical insurance yeah. be yeah. it uh, yeah. car insurance yeah. all of those things yeah okay and i and then i guess wait so that whole after 10 years we can give you a portion of your premiums back that's just we've already made yeah. a shit lot of money so, like so now we can just give you a portion you know Gosh, so i'm darn. actually like you mentioned like that's you guys basically derived those formulas Do those formulas change because surely you don't go every day to work on one formula like because those formulas do change but depending on the population mm. okay so different there are different populations i mean people in Santen are mm-hmm. expected to live longer mm-hmm. because they have better healthcare yeah. facilities okay. mm-hmm. um they they have better gyms they take care of themselves than they're in a better position to take care of themselves exactly. okay than someone mm-hmm. who out say live i don't want to mention like, <laughs> say maybe a guy living in Alice yeah, yeah. Okay. so it's a bit so because so they're next to each other it's yeah, a nice then, contrast yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean so yeah. the Alex guy does not really have um a lot of money so mm-hmm stuff that he eats are like uh, yeah. amaguinha yeah. you know things like that yeah. so things that are so not healthy if you guys like say for example if you work at company xy right yeah. at xy there's like 10 actuaries like i'm thinking in one particular de- department what are the, what are those 10 actuaries doing on every day like when they get a job because in it i can tell you like for example if we have like 10 bas and 10 developers they're not we're all working on the same thing so what is it that you guys are doing like there's 10 of you in one particular department in that company what is your job one particular department or one particular team team both ways okay. yeah, let's break it down there so in the team mm. that's why we have smaller teams so mm. you'd find that 
um, we have a team of four people. Yeah. It's the manager mm-hmm. and three um, analysts, yeah. okay. right? So, like you're saying, you don't need um, a big a big team mm-hmm. because the majority of the work that is being done, done. Yeah. the things are being built, they've yeah. been built, yeah. mm-hmm. right? they're there. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is just to analyze new products, mm-hmm. analyze the existing products, are we still um, doing well? Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe come up with innovative mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not, you don't really need a lot of people okay. in the team if everything, if systems are in place. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So then, your experiences, to your to your example earlier, has been in the insurance world. So, yes. so, so take the the typical platform member that um, engages in our show. Yeah. Um, somewhere between twenty and thirty-five. Yeah. Right. So, to that person, what should they understand about insurance, and say, what are the dips, different types of insurance? Okay. that are out there that are, would be applicable to them. So, I mean, I know maybe a print insurance on my car mm. and, like, maybe not much else at this point, but what else is out there and what should these people understand about insurance? Okay. So, firstly, I'd like to say insurance is not a scam. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it gives you... <laughs> You just said you take other people's money to to pay somebody else. That sounds like a scam to me. It's not a scam. It's not a triple M (laughs) where we can't we can't sustain what we are doing. Yeah. With triple M, the reason it's it's called a pyramid scheme is because you need this guy needs to pay this one for the scheme to continue. So if this guy's not there anymore then no one is paying this guy. That's why collapses, the whole pyramid yeah. thing collapses. Okay. But with us, like I'm saying, yeah. we don't re- the, the, the only time we might use other people's money to pay mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. is if you have, we have not yet broken even okay. mm-hmm. at your policy. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? Yeah. 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 So okay. if we have not yet broken even yeah. and we did promise you this money, yeah. then we will use other people's okay. money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that being said, it is not a scam. Mm-hmm. It gives you peace of mind. I mean, Bafana, yes. I, yeah, I mean, you you're just covered, said that. Yeah. yeah, you're covered. Mm. You know, if your car gets stolen, they'll pay, hopefully, if there's no, like, fraud. And yes. Stuff. yes. <coughs> Excuse me. And okay. do, you see, do you see a lot of, like, insurance fraud when people either claim or is fraud a heavy issue when it comes to insurance? It is a heavy issue okay. because... It does not only happen at the end stage, mm. as in they, a person has, has now, they claim that they are now dead and yes. that you need to pay for them. It, it not only happens at that stage, it happens when a person approaches an insurance company for the first time because he approaches them with a plan, yes. saying, okay, I'm here, I'm going to produce these documents. And then after maybe two, three years, I'm going to now defraud them like that. Okay. So there's a lot of that, that uh, there's a lot of fraud like that that happens. And that's why the, the, the guys are, so, are, are working very hard to try and, you know. And I mean, another fraud is, Kat, you've been paying insurance on your car yeah. for five years. Yeah. You're like, yeah, oh, I've been paying for so long. Yeah. I haven't claimed. Mm-hmm. Let me just crash my car yes. so that I can get a new one. 
That mm. is, yeah, that is fraud. The form of fraud. Yeah, yes. it is because if your car is is, is insured for retail value, yeah. that's what, that's basically what it means. Yeah. Mm. If you crash it, they'll buy you a new one. A new one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you you touched on then retail value. Yeah. So you can insure your your car, whatever asset you're covering, at different values. Yes. So you can yeah. either insure it at the retail value or market value. What's the difference? Yeah. The difference: a retail value, new from the box. Okay. Market value, second hand. The market. value of that same yeah. car today. Today. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. The price that a person is willing to pay for your mm-hmm. car right now. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's the market. That's the market mm-hmm. that decides mm-hmm. those prices. Okay. What should people be? Relatively, and I know it's 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 dependent on a number of things. But what is more comfortable, at least for you, to insure your car at, of between the two? Maybe your rationale for the cho- for the choice. For me, I'd say if you have the money, mm. go for retail. Retail, money. yeah. But okay. if you don't really have the money, because insurance is expensive, mm. um, I'd say go for market value. Market value. Yeah. Not only is it expensive, you guys don't want to pay. You have high excesses, and um, you always look. So, so <laughs> actually, I have a lot of question. That. Why the okay. excesses? Yeah. Let, okay, let me touch on that. So excess is is a form of pay. so excess is money that you need to pay to the insurance company mm-hmm. first of all that's the definition mm-hmm. right now the reason there's excess is because we want to hold you accountable mm-hmm. of some sort mm-hmm. right? okay we know that we said if we'll you the car yeah. we'll pay you but mm-hmm. you need to take some form of responsibility if yeah. there's no excess then Everyone will just go around crashing. Everyone will just go around crashing. Okay. Then us buying them new cars, right? Yeah. But if you know that if I crash my car, I'll need to cough out 30,000 mm. before they can fix my car, then you're going to think twice before you start drinking and driving. So right? be extra careful. Right? You're going to be extra careful. It's like a behavioral it's a, a correction you know, it, type of It is. It cost. is. Okay. But it we is. don't have that in medical insurance. It's so not as well like I go in around and run around in the cold because I have well, to get flu knowing that I'm going to, like, I have medical insurance. You don't do that. But, so, the, but the thing is with medical insurance, they don't pay you cash. What happens is that they'll pay for your hospital bills, right? Yeah. Yeah, so who wants to sit in a But it's not, it's not, it's the same thing even with car insurance. Like, if somebody, if I hit into somebody, they're not going to give me cash. They're going to fix the car. Yeah, yeah, but now you have new parts or you have a new car. Yeah, right. Now I'm back and I have good health. Okay, wait, on the point, on the, on the point of access, right? Yeah. So I mean, surely there, there's a reasonable level of what can be access. So for example, yeah. we we uh, encountered a friend of ours recently where um, I think they they had a car that's in like the Rio and Polo range, yeah. roughly, and they had to pay an excess of sixty thousand. 60,000 on that range of car. So, I mean, what are like some of the terms? So, if I'm about to sign an an, an insurance contract, Mm -hmm. right, what are the specific things I should look out for and make sure I've considered or have noted? So, the specific things are when you actually get that call from an insurance company and you're doing the whole quote. Okay. So, at the end of the quote, they'll tell you this is your premium Mm -hmm. and they'll probably tell you this is your excess okay right now how it works is that if you have a lower premium your excess is higher okay right if you have a higher premium your excess is low. low. Yeah. so 
And I know like products like Discovery, they have zero access. Yes, yeah. there are some, like my insurer also, yes. it has zero access. Okay. Now, it, it, it's a bit difficult to find those kind of insurance companies because for them to give you no access, you kind of have to have um, a history first okay. where you've had insurance before, uninterrupted insurance before, um, and then you've been paying well enough to mm. a point where they're like, ah, you don't really need an access, you don't claim and... You remember mm. the um, the whole um, what's that company? What's that company that gives you four hundred rand? Outsurance. Outsurance. Mm. Yeah. So with outsurance, you do a quote with them, mm. and then if they can't beat your quote, it's four hundred rand. Mm. But you, if you have never claimed, then they give you mm. eight hundred rand. I've tried it; it works. They actually, it works. They yeah. They actually give you the money. Yeah. Dima, you've tried that before, right? Did you get your money? I didn't get my money till today. Uh, till today. You and I, mate. Today. You and I. You and I. You too. Yeah, so because I mean, then we start thinking like, are these things even real? Like, do they even get you? But um, we also know about the insurance, the ombudsman. I think yeah. Yeah. so. I mean, a lot of people encounter issues, be it in within the whole insurance ecosystem. Yeah. So, what is the role of this ombudsman, and what? Yeah, what is their role? Okay, so an ombudsman mm. is basically a regulator. Oh, right? yeah. mm-hmm. So this is like a guy who doesn't pick sides. Mm. He doesn't care if it's a big insurance company or if it's just uh, cat, mm-hmm. say, mm. right? So the so the say perhaps cat you didn't get your four hundred rand. You can write to the ombudsman mm-hmm. and tell them that no, um, I did whatever they said I must do. Mm-hmm. I provided them with my my coat. Mm-hmm. They gave me this coat and mm-hmm. they still didn't want to pay me the four hundred rand. Mm-hmm. You write a letter to him. Right. Okay. He then takes the letter and then he does his investigation. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the insurance company and asks them, but this guy provided everything. Why didn't you pay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably give their reasons. And then if he feels that their reasons are not well enough or they are not sufficient, okay. then he will request them to pay you your 400 mm-hmm. and they'll have to do it. Yeah, but then also, why is the ombudsman with the significance of their role why is it so hard for people to know that these people exist i mean i don't and i'm grateful that you came on the show like where are these people where are they sitting do i need to have a special friend or contact are they they're actually mm. sitting in the fine print on your policy document snap like all documents most likely have that they probably have the ombudsman details there they actually put, it's a regulation that yes. um, the policy document must have those details mm. for people who don't know to engage with the ombudsman if they have problems. So with that said, what would you say are the things for one to look out for when getting insurance? Because it sounds like it's hidden detail about the ombudsman. It's not I, that transparent. I wouldn't say it's hidden. Okay. If you know, you know. Mm. Right? I think it's... it's if you time. know. Most I, people I, I, don't know. Most, <laughs> people, most people don't know because... They, they just think, okay, fine, insurance company is this holy place. If I have a problem, they'll fix it. But they'll only fix it if everything is fine, if you haven't lied, mm. if all your papers are in order. You know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if insurance companies start now coming to tell you, Kat, no, call the ombudsman, call the ombudsman. Yeah. It, mm. it, it, it's like they are trying to, to, to tell you that they are not actually good or they won't pay you out or you know what I mean? Nah, it's yeah. not about it's that. It's like looking at the negatives. 
not, it's not about that. Say. So here it is. So the ombudsman is a point of escalation, basically, yes. right? So yes. in a, whatever company you work for or whatever, right? Yeah. When you introduce to a client, can be a client internally within the company, yeah. like another department, you they you got them as your client there in the company. You when you when they introduce, hi, this is Tepo and whatever, then Tepo's manager, you need to introduce as to who is the point of escalation for if Tepo fails at something. That's just standard procedure as well. It needs to be transparent. So I know and if like Tepo I messes said, it up... It is there in the document. Yeah. It is there. Did you know that the ombudsman is not only for insurance companies? There's a property ombudsman. 100%. 100%. Yeah, every sector and industry has it, it does this person that does it all. Yeah, it's like a, a, a judge or something. <coughs> but anyway, back to your, your question. So what what I'd say you should look for, you should look out for. Mm -hmm. um, so, firstly, price be price conscious. Okay. If you can afford it, go for it. If you can't, leave it. Okay. Um, compare different insurers. Yes. 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 That yes. is very important. Compare different mm. insurers because the calculations are not the same. same. The profit mm. margins for each company are not the same. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I'd also say um, check the reviews. Mm -hmm. So online, hello, Peter. If People are complaining about it. Okay. But bear in mind that the people who actually write to Hello Peter are either two two things. Mm. So they're either very disappointed yes. or they are very, very happy. happy. So you must consider that. Consider really that. Yeah, because I mean, sure. most people don't. don't uh, yeah. They just let it slide. So the guys were really impressed when I say something or really yeah. like pushed yeah. off. Okay. So, so uh, just, a, just a quick question. Uh, you yeah. don't have to go deep into it. Yeah. Why is it that most of our premiums do not decrease annually? Actually, there is a company that is doing that. Mm. The company is called King Price. Yes, 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 yes. So King Price Insurance, their model is based on when you come in, you start off with a high premium. Yes. If you keep paying well, there are no issues with the debit orders, you mm. are not mm -hmm. claiming, then your premium actually goes low yes. every year. Okay. Now, I hear you. You told me that there is such a company, yes. but you've not answered me as to why they don't go down. It does go down with that company, right? No, okay, generally, yes. Generally, you're going to say, uh, you didn't know this, but anyway, generally, with a life insurance company, right, mm. or with any insurer, your premium has to go down either in the first year, the third year, or the fifth year. Okay. okay. Or all three years, or all of these, yes, these yes, that I've mentioned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it goes down because of something called the no claims bonus. Okay. Right? We've learned about it. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, earlier. So what happens is that after one year, mm. the um, insurer has to actually review your policy, how mm. you've been paying. Mm -hmm. And if they're happy with that, it goes down. Mm. And if you haven't been claiming. After three years, they'll review it again. Mm. Then your premium will go down again. Okay. After five years, it'll go down again. Then, if your yeah. insurer does not do that automatically, yeah. you can give them a call. Okay. And ask for that mm. no claims bonus, and then they'll decrease it. Okay. So then, uh, pretty much platform. I think it's quite obvious that everyone needs to actually sit down and consider and look yeah. at their documents. I yeah. know we just normally get it, mm. and sign, it, sign yeah. it, and just like send yeah. it. Get mm. me the yeah. call. Yeah. Get me the house. Yeah. Like I'm ready for it. Yeah. And there's a lot of like costs that are hidden mm. and like mm. things you need mm. to consider. Mm. Um, but I think. Thank you for today, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, uh, I think I, I learned quite a lot today. I definitely uh, did. I don't know what the ombudsman thing being at, like, the bottom of each uh, document. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it is actually there. Just, yeah. yeah. It's either at the bottom mm. or maybe at the end. 
Okay. Where they have um, all their dresses mm. and stuff. But yeah. is there? But it is there. But is there? It is there. Guys, it's listen. There. I mean, please, we invite you to engage with us on all of our platforms. Definitely. Um, if you have further questions or like to share more of your insights, please drop them either on our comment section. Please like and subscribe if you're watching this mm. on YouTube. Um, do the same on all our other platforms. Send us DMs, emails if you have questions, thoughts, anything. That's what the whole platform is about. Um, but thank, thank you so much, man. No, thank you very much. I really enjoyed our chat today. Thank, thank you. you very much. Um, no, All right. Great. Thanks yeah. for having me. All, All right. right, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Enjoy.